It felt like my head was spinning, and the words Mary spoke were just confetti in the wind. I need an exit plan. try hard to keep it together. If you've listened to this, you have some idea of the crap I've been through. The sad thing is, there are people out there of it worse. And right now, I don't care. It seems I can't get a break. One step forward and two back. Nah, that's not right. I'm ahead of where I was six months ago. So maybe two forward and only one back. It just seems the further down this rabbit hole I go, the darker it gets. Which makes sense if you think of it, really. It's not like rabbits use light strips in their warrens. But, in all seriousness, I don't see how things get better from here. Does that mean I haven't hit rock bottom yet? From the very bottom you can only see up, or so they say. No, so I say. I'm sitting by myself again in the exit plan security office. Won't be exit plan for long. One way or another, it's finally closing its doors. That's a real shame because there are just so many people I can still help. So much, so much help I can, oh, whatever. I went to see Tony and John to see how they were doing. Wow, it's fancy around here. I'm not surprised our kick is so pricey to buy into. There are grey huge gum trees everywhere. I want old ones. The lots are big and the houses, or even the original houses, are big and well adorned. When you walk through the common burbs, all the houses have flat, sort of boxy look to them. Some of the houses here look similar, but they seem to pull out an ironic twist. I think part of it is the quality of the window frames. In the cheap seats, the window frames tend to be skinny, sort of modular extruded aluminium things. Now they look too skinny to get away with being fashionable industrial. Here, even the aluminium frames, the others are timber, are wide and styled with a trimmed finish. Ah look, there's Tony's car, a red alpha. Hey John. Hi, come in. I heard Tony was back, so I thought I'd come visit. Hi. Just leave the chocolates and champagne on the table beside my sick bed. I didn't bring... Oh, of course. How have things been? A mixed bag. I found B and Heidi. Is she okay? Heidi, I mean. I take it from the way you called her B... That you didn't rip Beatrice a new one? Ah, uh, it's never that easy. I saw my guardian. That's the name of the demon that's been dominating B's life. She is possessing a doctor at a hospital and B helped me banish her. Well, that part of her anyway. That part? I'll fill you in later if you really want, but I figured you are still taking some time out. Actually, about that. About that? We're leaving Perth for a while. We bought a caravan and we're hitting the road. And you aren't coming back to exit plan, are you? Well... No. It's going to end bad. 
It was good. And we really liked that we were helping people. But the price is too high. <sighs> well, I can't say you're wrong. The things I've been through these last couple of weeks, but it's what I need to do. It's my purpose now, I think. I'll probably come to a grisly end, but stuff it. Before exit plan, I wasn't on a trajectory for success either. At least, this way I go down fighting. I'm not saying we won't help if we can, but I am saying we're not going up against a demon and whatever else. Well, then tell me about your trip. I kind of wish I was in their position. They've got each other and Tony's already put in the hard work to establish a running business that keeps the money coming in. I've got a schizo blonde crashing on my office couch and, and rapidly dwindling savings. I'll lose my house if I don't get some cash soon. Oh, don't worry. I was at the wrong end there. B is gone and I don't have to worry about my savings. When I got back to the office, I found a note on my desk. I could see from the handwriting it was from B. She has an oddly clumsy hand. She basically writes like a child. I wonder how literate she really is. Considering how sophisticated and educated she seems, it's a bit surprising. Oh, here, I'll read the note. I can't... <laughs> I'm going to try her voice. I can't stay here. No, okay, that's just embarrassing. I can't stay here. Something has been searching around nearby, and I don't want it to find me or you. I'm sorry for how things have turned out, but things are going to get more complicated before they get simpler. So, I apologise in advance for that. I'll be keeping an eye on you. I still need those books. Watch out. Signed, Beatrice. I don't really know what to make of that. Was she warning me at the end out of concern, or was she threatening me? I'll be keeping an eye on you. I still need those books. Watch out. Anyway, that's just the icing. Now for the cherry on the cake of my day. I can't access my bank accounts. Sure enough, I've got an email from the ATO. That's the Australian tax office for those listening overseas. Due to irregularities detected... I am under an audit, and for the duration, all my assets have been frozen. So, the good news is, I can't lose my house. The bad news is, I can't access any of my money. I checked. I was pretty sure they'd allow some spending money, but in this case, I've got nothing. I don't know what irregularities could have been detected. Perhaps it's my guardian, or perhaps it's the Order of the Blooming Tree. Oh, in any case, I don't want to be here any longer than I have to. It was probably wise that B ran off and I should do the same. Now, perhaps John and Tony could smuggle me out in their caravan. <laughs> Done a drive by my house before I parked. I don't know if there'd be someone or something waiting for me. Maybe ASIO agents or a team of thralls. But, yeah, nothing. Or at least none I can see, so... I'm recording as I go in. Ah, oh, there's a package at my door. It's hidden from the street. It's... 
Would you look at that? It's a box with a blooming tree on it. Maybe it's a gift from Mary. Looks like the same packaging the books came in when I first thought I'd lost them. I still don't know who delivered that. I can't see anyone watching me, but that doesn't mean much. I'll take it in, and we'll have an unboxing. Okay, I've got the box open. Yep, my five books. I'm not surprised anymore. Seems I can't get rid of them. Mary said she'd burnt them. Did she lie or change her mind? Oh, oh hey, there's a note here. No, not just a note, a credit card. It's got my name on it, but it's for Bank d'Italia. The note says, I love your podcast. That seems pretty straightforward. What's next? I suspect I'll have to find somewhere else to live. Seems someone with a bit of power wants me to suffer. So I sat there reading through my books. This time, I took photos of every page of the Esoterica of Floriborologist book. That took all night. Later today, or tonight, I'll photograph my book of recipes. I still can't make sense of most of it, but so far I've found the antidote to ghoul venom, or any paralytic poison, I think, and the potion of true sight, but there's still so much more if I could understand what it meant. Actually, I wonder if reading it while under the influence of the true sight potion would help. I need to take copies of all the books. The Great Journey is a trippy book, as seems to talk mostly in nonsense, but there's something in there that means something. Oh yeah, so here's the message Mary left me. I was going to burn the books. I had a bottle of methylated spirits and a match, all ready, but something made me pause. I listened back to your journals and the first season of your podcast, and I wasn't convinced that destroying the books was the right thing just then. I certainly do believe the knowledge in those books is too dangerous and too precious to be distributed or allowed to fall into the hands of someone like Beatrice or her demon. Presently, I listened to your most recent posting, yet to be edited and released. You confronted Margardiel and survived intact. That is not something you should get used to. The good news is it means she has spread herself thin with little power in any one vessel. The bad news is that it means she's spread her influence far and will use that influence to take her revenge on you. She wants those books. Demons don't have any more arcane knowledge than what they manage to learn in our mortal realm. They have innate power but do not possess the keys to the universe. If she were to use a binding to bind an elemental, you had better believe she will bind a powerful one. I gave you a credit card because I think you're going to need some money. It only has a few thousand dollars on it, so don't go thinking you've got the wealth of the Vatican at your call. I had to put myself in a very vulnerable position to get that to you, so don't disappoint me. Don't be a sitting target. Margardiel will have influence in places of authority, both legal and illegal, so make yourself scarce. I 
Tony and John are roaming the desert. Heidi and her parents have shipped off to Europe to visit with family after her miraculous return, and even Bee has vanished herself. I'm just sitting in my jocks in the heat scratching my balls. Going to, I don't know, going to maybe get a hotel room or something. I, I'm not literally sitting in my jocks scratching anything, okay? That's just a saying. Calm down. I tried to contact Sasha, but she isn't answering her phone. I left her messages, but so far nothing. I guess people get busy. I have trouble believing that. I'm off now to check out the office, close it up and pick up what stuff I've left there. Especially the quasi-legal stuff. Oh, I've got so many things to do. I have to clean out the office, I have farm there as final paperwork, lodge notice that exit plan is closing down, and... Ah, oh, what the hell? You have got to be kidding! Okay, just regulate and release. I'm here now, I'm present. Keep it cool. There is a notice on my door. It's over whether I like it or not. It felt like my head was spinning, and the words Mary spoke were just confetti in the wind. I need an exit plan. Thank you for listening. The next episode will be released at the same time next week. The novel of Exit Plan Season 1 will be available very soon. If you would like to help support the production of this and future works, please consider buying a copy or recommending it to a friend. Thank you to Mark Regan as the voice of John, David Kinsman as Tony and Carly Nichols as Mary. To keep up to date follow, at Gravity Undone, on Twitter or Facebook and consider checking out our new podcast, Space Brains, a sci-fi movie review show at Space Brains Pod on Twitter.